0: Hey there, audio listener. Thanks for tuning in to The Aussie View. Be sure to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now it's time for you to sit back, relax, oh wait, get a can of Coke, because it's about to get wild. Enjoy. So I was talking to you a while ago about Christian faith, how you stumbled upon it, you know, and, you know, the replications of finding it, and how everything that was against you, how did you, you know, get to where you are now? So do you want to step us through? you know, how you found it?
1: Well, I think it's more a case of it found me. Right. Um, And, you know, hindsight's a beautiful thing because, you know, after a while you get to look back and you recognise certain things that have happened in your life and you begin to sometimes understand the reasons why. Um, So um, I was brought up as an atheist yeah. Um, quite a strong atheist um, to the point where I used to have arguments and did, like fierce debates with colleagues at, sc- at school when I was going to school. Right. Um, and I guess I remained this way uh, for the next 20 years or so. Right. And then, um, um, you know, a number of things happened in the lead up to. A brother named Ron Cook, who used to go to the Sutherland meeting, yep. uh, came into my life because he um, he was a distributor for the, um, the manufacturer of the materials I use for my waterproofing business. Right. And um, leaving aside those things that happened uh, along the way, to meeting him, uh, as soon as I met him, we went to have a look at a couple of potential jobs. Right. And as soon as I got in the car, he started talking about the kingdom of God. Right. And um, being still a staunch atheist, um, I told him that there was a load of rubbish. He was mad. Yeah. And uh, asked all the, you know, the, the usual questions. Right. Uh, if there is a God, why is there all this suffering? Why are there wars? Why are there famines? Why, yep. you know, why are there starving people? Um, and, um, you know, he he wasn't deterred by that. He just he had a lot of patience. Yep. And uh, actually, spoke to me for seven years before I was baptised. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's the beginning. I think of my journey towards baptism meeting ron because by the end of that day Mm. um, he put a good news bible in my hand um, and uh you know i went home and i actually read and found um you know i don't want to use the word by chance because i think when god's involved in your life there's nothing happens by chance um, or, mo- or mostly, anyway. Um, and uh, I found some of the things that he was talking about, particularly in the book of Isaiah. Yeah. And I guess from that day, I mean, that day had an impact on me. Right. And
0: uh, I guess that was the day I started t- to turn. Yeah. Mm. So the day you met, what, what was his name, sorry? Ron Cook. Ron. So the day you met Ron... And he started talking to you about all this sort of airy fairy stuff, right? Oh, oh, here there it is going again, right? What went through your mind? And then, how did he keep? How did he question? Start to question things? Like was he super persistent? Like how persistent was he? Um. Well, my first thought was. When can I get out of the car? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do we want to get out of the situation? <laughs> yeah. Yes, but um, Ron was, uh, bit much like me, right, like a knockabout, um, a bit rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got on very well from the start. So yeah. I think that helped. Like, and when I look back at that, I, I was talking about hindsight. I can see that he was the ideal person, yeah, to act as God's instrument, yeah, right, in my conversion because we were quite similar. Mm. Um, um, you know, he had a pretty rough background. Right. Um, I had a difficult background. Yeah. Not not so much rough, but difficult. Um, and. Um, I forgot your questions. <laughs> yeah, like how persistent was he? Okay. Okay. He was extremely persistent. Yeah. But not in an overbearing manner. Right. Um, so it wasn't long. So uh, because we'd formed a friendship very quickly, yeah. um, you know, and ever since I was young, I used to have bacon and eggs every morning for yeah, right. for like morning tea slash lunch. So I'd meet him at the cafe, yeah. the coffee, coffee shop and you know we'd have bacon and eggs and a cup of coffee together and we'd just talk about the truth right and um because of that consistent continual um you know discourse um uh i was you know becoming more and more um i suppose entangled right and um because you know bible prophecy is a fascinating thing it's mm. it's um um i suppose it it had an appeal and an attraction because right. i'd already been looking for answers to yep. the way the world or, or solutions or whatever to the way the world was heading yeah you know and this is 30 years ago
2: yeah right
0: <laughs> so you're already having those questions and doubts yes. in your mind so you already and then he comes in here with a solution and it makes you question things. Well, yes, and, and that's why I say, right. um, you know, God's timing is
1: impeccable. impeccable right. And uh, it's clear to me that um, he chose exactly mm. the right time to um, reveal himself in, mm. to me and to send, um, you know, an, an instrument yep. for um, his word and... You know those things combined, yeah. together with um, th- the moral values which my my own father uh, taught me yeah. as a young person. Um, you know the things that were happening in the world just just didn't I couldn't accept or agree with, and yeah. I knew even though I didn't know any of God's principles or 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 his his morals or his you know, um, anything about God, mm. um, it 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 sort of um, appealed to me because right. he was somebody
0: talking about a solution. Yep. Yeah, he filled a gap, he filled a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And where did your life turn from there? So he gave you this book and you met up at cafes and where did it go from there? Well... Um,
1: uh, I used to well basically it was meeting him and talking to him every day yeah for 7 years um at the end of those 7 years um you know which which was just a period of time it wasn't yep. a, 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 a um you know an organized it just at the end of roughly 7 years you know we we had a occasion to go back to the coffee shop in the afternoon mm. And I remember going to have a sip of my
0: coffee <laughs> before it gets cold.
1: And as I was sipping my coffee, he looked at me in the eye and he said, mate, I think it's time. Yeah. And um, he didn't have to tell me, what do you, you know, time to get baptised. Mm. I knew as soon as he said those words. Yeah. And... Um, uh, I thought about it momentarily. I knew that um, that would cause tremendous upheaval um, in my marriage, my first marriage to my first wife because she already hated uh, the religion um, that, you know, Mm. Ron represented. Um, Yeah. And um, but uh, for a few moments I thought about it and I thought, well, no i have to do this Mm. you know i believe this i have to do it i have to i have to confirm my faith my my beliefs your conscience was telling you that yes Mm. yes um so i said okay what what do we do Mm. and he he said well let me talk to brother shane kirkwood yeah who you know um not long after i met ron I. I, I met Shane and, mm-hmm. again, you know Shane. Yeah, I Shane's yeah. a knockabout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we got on famously also. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I should have added that he was another um, person that, you know, uh, I kept regular contact with. Right. Um, so he had an influence. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Mm. You know, as a matter of fact, there were times, sometimes I used to ring him up and he'd be hanging upside doing a gutter, upside down doing a gutter and oh, right. he'd answer the phone and he'd go, well, man, can I ring you back? I said, I'd say, no, I want to, I want to know this Have now,
2: you know. know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Would he stay on the phone though? Would he, would he, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> shows his dedication, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, so you said something about, you, you mentioned something about upheaval in your first marriage. What do you think caused that? Why was she so against it? Okay, she. Well, look, um,
1: that's probably that's probably quite involved. Yep. But I guess if I had to put it in a few words, she was a strong personality, right? And I guess she basically had most of the control in the marriage, right? And I. Again, this is in hindsight, mm. and she couldn't accept the fact that someone else was having a lot of, or seemed to be having a lot of influence about my direction in life. Right. So um, she looked up the internet, mm. and of course, you know, you can find all the derogatory things you like yeah. about anything on the internet yep. because nobody ever agrees. It's all public opinion. Exactly. Mm. Mm. And uh, so um, armed with that, she she formed a distinct hatred of Ron and, and what he represented. Um, so um, after I'd spoken to Shane, I wanted to get baptised then. Yeah. And Shane said to me, "No, look, we need you to go to a few seminars first. Yeah, um, you know, just to make sure that your knowledge is up, up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, which I got, I got very upset about. Right? Um, you wanted it now? Oh, I, oh, I did. To do it now I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- I did because I don't know. I just had mm. a bit of a fear that yeah, something yeah. would go wrong and I wouldn't be able to go through with it. But yeah. anyway, are you excited? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So anyway." Um, I ended up going to Moorbank right. um, Church seminars, seminars stuff, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. for six months, um, and then I hadn't told her yet that I wanted to get baptized. Mm-hmm. But near the end of those six months, um, you know, because the brethren at at the seminars were saying to me, "We think you're ready. You're ready," you know. So I went home and told her. And she looked me in the eye, and she said, "The day you do that, mm. we're finished." Wow. Now, what? what I, did
0: you, sorry, sorry. You keep going. Well, I mean, I had
1: seven kids. Yeah, right. You know, um, and you
0: know that that was a shock. Mm. Was but, it a gradual build up though? Like, what was she like? What was her opinion about you attending seminars? She wasn't comfortable with it, right. but she was prepared to tolerate it. Yeah,
1: um,
0: being she thought no further. It's not going to go any further. Well,
1: probably, but yeah, be, right. being baptised was a, a big, a yeah. big next step.
0: Yeah, right. The straw
1: that broke the camel's back. Mm. Mm. It was because, mm. um, you know, I, I made that decision in early 1988. No, sorry, in middle of 1998. Mm. Um, so. Um, I got baptised and Mm. um, she my um, my daughter-in-law came to the baptism and she was um, very close to my ex-wife my first wife and came home and told her all about the baptism and Mm. what happened there and and stuff and and when I went home um, you know there was a big uh, furor yeah. Um, and and then things went quiet for a little while, but what I didn't know was that she'd actually gone, soon after she'd gone down to the local court and registered a separation, unbeknownst to me.
0: Right. So without, any, without your knowledge. Yes. <coughs> wow. So, mm. she, so she didn't say, I want a divorce. She just did it behind your back. No, and- bec- but... Wow. All she
1: said was those first words which yep. were if you if you get baptized we're finished.
0: Wow. Mm. What a way to end it all. Mm. That's crazy. So w- w- when your daughter came back from that baptism, would your do you think daughter-in-law sorry, daughter-in-law would do you think your daughter-in-law set a put a positive light on the on no. the baptism or a negative no. light? Mm. Right. So, so your daughter-in-law had an opinion on it as well? Well, I think she had an opinion on religion in general. Right. Mm. And that was influenced by her mother? No. No,
1: I think it was her own feelings. Yeah, right. You know? I mean, because there are a lot of people who... I mean, the question of why does God allow suffering is a huge question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And And um, to this day... Um, you know, you can sit down and you you can, once you understand the truth, and you mm. can explain, but don't expect someone who doesn't have any background in
0: truth to understand it. Yeah. Because it, it is hard. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm. They have to believe in it first in order to kind of grasp all these massive concepts.
1: Well, look, it's mm. hard for me to, yeah. to observe mm. the suffering when you see little babies starving and mm. stuff like that. So yeah. much more difficult for someone that doesn't have any background.
0: 100%. And wh- what happened next? So you said she went to the court behind your back and separated for divorce. It's like filed for divorce. Filed for a sep- separation. Separation. Right. Yeah. Um. So at those
1: in those ter- times, I think you had to wait two years. Right. And then you could go to court and um, get a divorce. Get affordable. a what's called a decree nisi. Right. Um, which is. Which is like uh, the the initial stages of divorce, and yep. then um, after another period of time, a shorter period of time, you go back and you get what's called a decree absolute, and the marriage is annulled. Yeah. Um, but um, um, so uh, immediately after I was baptised, mm. um, she started to influence the children against me. Right. Um. <clears throat> Now, to this day, I do not know how she managed to do that when I was still in the house. But um, they all turned against me. No one. I used to go home and after work, and no one would talk to me. Um, oh. You know, there's, there's times I used to, you know, I, I used to go outside and cook all my food in a Weber barbecue that I have because it was just too toxic and too Been too um, um, bitter. Being in the kitchen with my first wife. Wow! Because she she was quite um, she was quite uh, manipulative. Emotion, well, manipulative, right. Master of manipulation, but she was also very bitter and very, right. um, you know, um, had a good turn of phrase with yeah. the derogatory language. Put it yeah, that way.
2: No,
0: okay, <laughs> I understand what you mean when you say that. Yeah. So, h- how that made you feel? Come into the house and, like you said, no one would talk to you. Had to be like, pretty much living us in a separate family, but in the same household. Exactly. Look, I was devastated.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and I needed. You know, I used to ring up Ron mm. every day and cry on his shoulder. Yeah. You know, and I mean, when I look back at that, I, I, mm. it makes me feel bad because you know he had problems himself. Right. But he always provided a listening ear, and yeah. you know he couldn't. He couldn't give me any magic answer to how to, what to do about it, how to get through it. But yeah. he gave me, he encouraged me. Mm. Um, the ecclesia, or or the, um, um, the the church, the church yeah, yeah. encouraged me. Yeah. Um. You know, as a matter of fact, after I got baptised, um, I decided not to go to the actual meeting because you know that was a sunday and sundays were sacred yeah right so i, I wasn't going to do anything to provoke so um the, um Moorbank church actually used to break bread with me on a wednesday night bible class right like a separate a separate um breaking separate of bread, bread of which bread. is
0: you know to accommodate you and
1: that really yeah. helped me yeah um my work also. I was very busy at work. Mm. Um, work, work, is good for you know, um, breathing space, distracting you, and right? Yeah, yeah, making you focus on other things mm. other than feeling sorry for yourself. So yeah, she gradually turned him against me, and um, in two thousand and two, mm. uh, she got my second youngest son to
0: serve me with the divorce papers. <laughs> So she didn't even give it to yourself? No. Wow. No. Does that tell you, does it, do, do you think that she's a coward for doing that? Would you, would you call it that or if I'm speaking freely? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I never thought about it. Mm. It's just,
1: it's just, I th- I think, no, I don't think that's the reason she did that. I think the reason was just to rub it in that bit more, oh. getting my own oh, son salt to do it. in the it. wound, yeah, right. Yeah. And and that son actually um didn't stay away for long he he um, yeah he 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 felt really terrible about it but yeah. i mean he was under threat of death yeah. do do this or else yeah 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 <laughs> right and you, you look
0: at you look at back at all of that things that happened before he served you with the the papers did it ever go through your mind goes is, is it worth it the thing I'm doing with, with the church is it worth my me suffering at home? Um, look, I honestly cannot remember ever th- feeling
1: like that, right um, because you know it was something if that if all that stuff happened to me in a very short space of time, mm.
0: maybe maybe yeah, I might right. have questioned that, but it it was a gradual process. Mm. so you were fully committed by the time it actually happened, yes, You're like, I can't back out of this now no and mm. I,
1: I didn't think I didn't think to mm. right yeah because I believed that um I believed the truth, I mm. believed um that you know God does have a plan right. for our salvation, and that the world is not going to be in the state that it is for too much longer yeah um so yeah i I,
0: I believe those things with all my heart and yep. how can you walk away from it?
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: So after he served you the papers, what was the next step after that? Was there any further sort of discussion or bitterness with your wife or was it just a, I'm out of the house, I'm gone?
1: No. Well, well, I, I actually believed very strongly in trying to keep the marriage th- together no matter what. Right. Um, so I did everything I could I Mm. tiptoed around her. I, you know, I I'd often get accused of things and which Mm. were not right, but I'd I'd take it anyway because yeah, just to keep the peace yeah because it was a very hostile environment Mm. you know and there's the last thing you want when you come home from a hard day's work is Mm. is to you know you want to be able to relax and yeah you know um so I, I I I certainly, I tried to keep the peace as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and, um, sorry, I forgot your question.
0: I was talking about, was there any further bitterness after you left the home? Oh. What happened after you left? After I left the ha- home? <laughs> okay, well, um, well, I'll just talk
1: a little bit about Yeah, between, like after after the, the papers, divorce papers yeah. were served. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she actually um, was still, yes, yeah, still extremely bitter. Right. You know, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed, mm. verticomers to use the kitchen. I, you know, I had to sneak around the place. And um, if she, 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 the, I think her greatest, her greatest, um, uh, accomplishment in her eyes was separating me from my daughter because my daughter. I had a special relationship with my daughter. Yeah, and uh, you know, if ever there was a, a a choice between going somewhere with me or my first wife, she'd go with me all the time, every time. Right, and I think that really my first wife couldn't she couldn't tolerate that she couldn't stand that. Yeah, um, so um, yeah, so I, I couldn't you know she she, she her away she'd go berserk if 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 I she caught me trying to talk to my daughter. Um but then probably about a year before I left mm-hmm. before I had to get out sorry mm-hmm. um she started being a bit friendly and she actually she actually convinced me I feel like an, an idiot now but she actually convinced me to buy her a car and she would allow me to stay in the house and we just live separately As soon as I bought the car, it was a uh, 2003 Celica. Yep. Um, She wanted a Supra, but I I didn't allow that because I said, you'll kill yourself in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we bought her a Supra. As soon as, you know, basically as soon as she got home, she switched and she got really hostile again.
0: No way.
1: And to the point where, um, you know, I had to actually leave because... Um, there were threats of police and all sorts of stuff.
0: Wow! <laughs> so, w- what was the car title in her name, or
2: yeah, yeah? So might- she
0: scammed you that. Hmm? So she, looking back in hindsight, she scammed you that car. Oh yeah, she scammed me. That's uh, crazy. But
1: is, would she admit it to anybody? Oh no, no, way. Right,
0: no not another a way. Yeah, right. Mm. That's crazy. Now, do you mind if I ask you a, a, a personal question about everything that happened? Is that all right? Looking back in hindsight. What's the what's the worst thing that hit home for you that she did? Uh, look, I don't know that I could
1: identify one specific thing yeah. because, you know, um turning my kids against me I, I think may have been yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Because you know, you you, you you're your close to them. Yeah. Well your children are you know flesh of my fle- flesh, bone yeah. of my bone, yeah, and you know there's nothing more precious than yeah. a family and yeah. um you know your offspring yeah, I and mean, so the fact that you'll discover gone. that one day yeah. it's how precious they are, yeah you know and the and our natural families are god-given
0: gifts, mm. and the um, fact that you turn that all against against you, their own father. Yes, that's yeah. right.
1: So, so Very you easy. know, for five years, about five years, I had no, um, no Im- impact, no um, um, infl- influence yeah. in in their their lives, and they were teenagers then. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Mm. I'm sure you you know it. Whether you want to admit yeah. it or not, I don't know. But, mm. uh, teenagehood is a difficult period to right. navigate. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a teenager, it was a difficult period yeah. to navigate, navigate. Yeah, So, you know, you know, and there's a lot of, um, you know, rebellion and mm. and uh, whatnot. But you know, a responsible parent Can't stands control. by because yeah. um, it's a it's it's not a like it's a it's an interim thing. It's yeah. it's you know, once all the hormones right themselves and whatnot, um, there's peace and stability again. Yeah. So. Um, you know, though, my, my, uh, youngest son was 15 and my next youngest son was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was crazy. You know, I mean, she did a lot of things. She yep. let down all my tires in my van. She, one day, um, she ripped 50 pages out of my little King, little New King James Bible. Wow. Um, I used to write Bible quotes in my diary. Yeah. Because if I wrote them somewhere else, she'd find them and destroy them. Anyway, she she was looking because she used to mm. sneak around at night because she she'd go to she'd stay up until three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and she discovered things I'd written in my diary. So she she glued all the pages together. Now my diary, my diary is the is probably my apart family. from my family the most important thing in my life because yep. it's got all my work records and stuff yeah. and, and, you know, and it's very important. It's mm. very imp- important to, for me to, to, you know, fill it in every day and mm. refer to it often and keep it for a number of years yeah. so if I've got any problems in the future I can refer back. Um, that was a big thing.
0: Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm. With your kids, how did she turn them against you, was there any sort of instances where your kids stood up for you? Or was it all against you? Well,
1: they were, you know, and, and I've had lots of mm. subsequent discussions with them, yeah. um, you know, and obviously I'm always careful, n- never to to make them feel like that I think they mm. did anything wrong, and they've so, so, said to me that you know it was just this constant barrage, yeah, and um, I suppose you could use the term they were browbeaten. Right. Um you know and basically forced into uh, and you know and I guess eventually after c- constant continual barrage yeah. of you know they went
0: along with it. Mm, right. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it must be so heartbreaking. Um Seeing your kids grow older, not having an influence of them, and losing touch with some, and you know, and regaining the friendships with others, and you know, it's must have been very tough. Now, fast tracking a few years down the track, when did you start getting in con- in contact with them again, or starting to rebuild the bridges, I, I guess? Um, so, uh,
1: probably about. Two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um, my younger son had a a problem with his with his car, and he needed. He'd been to a mechanic and got ripped mm. off, and so my number three son, by that time, was working for me, yeah. And um, and he obviously was talking to his brothers mm. and his sister, and uh, he said to my younger son Joel. He said oh he said look dad knows a real good mechanic that was br- uh, brother Keith Jamison. right yep um he's he's at Green Gate um mm-hmm. you know he he's he's very trustworthy and Joel said to Michael um yeah but I haven't spoken to dad for all this time how's he going to and uh um Michael said dad's dad's always oh, dad you know he's, he's mm. never gonna he's not gonna reject you yeah so um he set up a meeting and see see by this time my first wife had also um implanted in my two youngest sons heads that i wasn't their father <laughs> um you know so mm. again when i look back on stuff like that 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 Doubt might actually exist today because that's yeah. a that's a very destructive thing to oh, yeah. to say to a, a young person, you know, 100%. like because you could quite easily be questioning the rest of us. Is, 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 is he really my dad? And anyway, that's um, crazy. yeah. So uh, um, he got Joel to actually ring me up, mm. and I said, "Yeah, come over." So by that time, I was remarried to uh, my current wife, yeah. Leana. Um, and we have been married for uh, 17 years now.
2: Yep.
1: So he came over and um, mm. it was just like he'd never left.
0: Right.
2: So, Instantly. That, yeah. That's great.
0: Mm. Really awesome. Was uh, any sort of... Is there any sort of bridges or anything that hasn't been mended yet with other... Because you had seven children. Are mm. uh, All seven of them on good terms with you now or...
1: Uh okay, that's that's a whole different story. Yeah. Um I guess just to mm. give a couple of brief bits of information. Yeah. Um my oldest my second oldest my actually the first four of my sons mm. were drug addicts. Right. Um and the oldest son, um his uh his um he's been pretty damaged by continual drug taking. So yep. I haven't had contact with him for quite a while. Yeah. Many right. years. The second one, um you know, he's he's a bit distant too. So yep. um my third son, um uh, Michael, um the bridge builder, <laughs> yeah. He he's never been able to escape the drugs. He's just finished another six months in rehab. Um he's forty eight years and old now. Right. Um, so it's um that's very sad. Um now I may get a little bit emotional here. My number four son uh he was very highly strung. Yep. Um uh and the marriage broke up actually had a devastating impact on him right, and that was that was um that was a big contributing factor to him taking his own life right you know, um sometimes I can talk about this sometimes i can't it's just we can move on if you like no no it's okay let me tell you that that sort of loss never yeah. leaves you.
2: Yeah,
1: you know you can push it down, mm. and probably I should have had some mm. sort of counselling, some sort of therapy. Yeah, but I believed that my faith should be enough to um, see you through endure that. Mm. Uh, and look, it it has definitely mostly been able to do that. But yeah. there's still that. That pain, that yeah, that um, sticks with you. Yeah, because mm. like I said, bone to my bone, flesh to my flesh, mm. and he actually to make it um, a, a more difficult, he he actually was for many years trying to read his Bible. Right, and um, because he was troubled mm. emotionally. Um, you know, there were periods where – because he was taking drugs too and mm. he'd go off and and get absorbed into that world and, and then, you know, uh, after a period of time he'd try and clean himself up. But, um, you know, he was he always had this constant desire yep. to understand his Bible and he actually went to three seminars in, in um, Blackburn yeah, right. A, a church in uh, Melbourne. Mm. And uh, he was going great. Mm. And then he had a relapse and um, just disappeared for six months. Wow. And then uh, when I finally got into contact with him again, he he'd, because while he was going to those seminars, he actually rang me up and told me that he realised how how bad of a sinner he was and all these things you'd have to fix up in his life yeah and I tried to calm him down because he was quite he was quite emotional yeah and uh so when I look back on it i th- I think to myself um he felt that god he was so bad that God couldn't forgive him burdened yeah you know and and it's so unfortunate because when you when you at some stage, you 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 realise mm. that no one, there's nothing too bad yeah. for God to forgive you. Yeah, um, he hadn't reached that stage yet, mm. and uh, you know, I think I think he had this feeling of helplessness. Um, yeah, and um, you know that that he was so bad, and mm. and just one night he um, um, he. Gone in his car. drove to the local shopping centre and wow. took an overdose of uh, heroin and wow. just died in his car.
0: So that's terrible. Really yeah. sorry to hear. Yeah. Do do we want to take a break or? No, no. You're right. No, yeah. Um, do you think that the the impact of the marriage is what with your first three sons? What got them into drugs? Uh, Do you think that had an
1: influence? Look, it had, it had, it it had. um, uh, It was one of the contributing factors. Yeah, because my wife was a very emotionally troubled. My first wife, Um, she had a very difficult upbringing. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually think she might have been sexually abused when she was young. You know, but look, these things they're they're terrible. Mm and uh no one would want to go through that 100% there are also other people that mm. have those things happen and they m- are able to move on in their life and probably like me it's always mm. that that um it, it's always there buried mm. the, the trauma and the the after effects of it mm. but still you're able to over, get on with your life yeah um but my first wife actually You know, she became very bitter. Yeah. You know, because um, it wasn't um, the the, me getting baptised was the straw that broke the camel's back. It wasn't. It it wasn't all. Mm. It wasn't a bed of roses for a few years before that. Yeah. Matter of fact, after she had my daughter in nineteen ninety three. I think something went wrong with the hormones, and because that's when she changed. Like, it was really weird because, um, you know, we had six sons, mm-hmm. and then we finally had a daughter. And yep. you would have thought that that was the most
0: greatest well, thing that yeah, ever yeah. happened. Yeah, anyway, I mean, it was. Yep. But she changed. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, if you had one piece of advice for young people out there watching this, thinking, "Gee." you know, and looking at their life, what, what would you say to young people that are questioning things and, you know, with the Bible and their situation in life? Um, first thing I would say is
1: persevere. Yeah. Because, um, you know, especially in today's age, mm-hmm. there are things... Um, There are many factors which, um, you know, are involved in your outlook towards things. Um, You know, um, so persevere Mm -hmm. um, if you're having trouble um, coming to terms with things and understanding God's purpose because if you persevere, one day the penny will drop. Yep. Um don't don't cave into peer group pressure because that's a huge thing. yeah, and it's you know nobody can deny that um, it's extremely difficult when you're in a, a group of friends and and, yep. and um, colleagues to actually go out on a limb and to do something different to yep. what the rest of the group are doing go going in a di- different direction. Mm. um and I guess thirdly um you know as I said up the Bible school um, there's no cost mm. too high to pay for the pearl of great price yeah um I and pearl now, of great ha-
0: price referring to the, the good news
1: the, yes yep. yes the gospel news um now having said that I b- also believe that God works in your life, yep. and he either causes circumstances or he allows circumstances to happen yep. to facilitate your conversion. And sometimes some people, they don't need many of those things right. before they're converted. Yeah, um, I was somebody that just happened to need mm. some more difficulties yep. than, than others. others. Yeah. So, um, whatever you have to endure, mm.
0: it is worth it. It will be worth it. So, looking back, you'd go through it all again? Not willingly, but I would yeah. go through it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's like it's it's something to like. You know, you laugh about it now, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's some serious stuff, you know. And to put yourself through that, you know, it would be. Terrible. And the mental impact that it would have taken on, the mental toll it would have taken on you, would have taken on all your children, would have been absolutely ridiculous. And even, even like from you said, Shane and, and Ron, you know, that they had things in their life and mm. it would have impacted them seeing the person that they're taking through and that, you know, that they're supporting is getting beaten down.
1: Well, look, that's right. On that point, um, you know, um, I actually have mixed feelings about mm. my son that took his life because I think to myself, if I hadn't encouraged him, yeah, um, then he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he maybe mm. wouldn't have done what he'd done because he yeah. wouldn't have had that Regret. Eureka moment. Yeah, you know, the light bulb flashed on and he realised that he was a really bad person in his mm. own eyes. Yeah. Um, but then, and, and you know, I, I don't know how God is going to deal with mm. people that, like my son, I, you know, I I, I hope, you yes, know, grace. that, that mm. yes, his grace and mercy extends to Richard and mm. I might see him again. Yeah. Um, because in his heart he mm-hmm. wanted to know his God. Um. But but yes, um, um you're probably right. I mm. mean, Ron and Shane, you know, because I'd, I'd I'm an open book. I tell them everything yep. that happened in my life. Yeah. And they probably thought, well, wow, you know, mm. um, they probably made them feel.
0: I don't know, a bit responsible. Right. A mm. Bit guilty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's everything you've told me is hit me like that. Like and I'm sure it means so much for people watching this as well. You know, listen to this first hand recount of all the a pattern that's 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 gone on for years. And I really appreciate you coming on and having a chat and
1: so if I can just say, add one more mm. thing, yeah. um, um, you know, I have received back mm-hmm. um, almost all the things that were taken away from me. Yeah. You know, I, I've got a, um, a lovely wife, yeah. uh, you know, who we, we're we're just totally compatible. Yeah. Um, obviously not meant to meet. At an earlier stage, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, because she's got her own story. Um, You know, and, you know, I lost my house. Mm. I had a nice four-wheel drive. Um, I left all those things behind or Mm. they were taken from me. Um, And, you know, I have a house now. I have – I'm almost back – to, to where I was when I lost everything. So God yep. has given me back um, many of those things that I lost. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I don't have my son back. Mm. Um, but maybe I'll get to see him in the future. Uh, my daughter still, she's now 29 years of age. Um, she was 11 when I left the house. I've spoken to her. Yep. Um, I guess they're the two big things that, I haven't managed to retrieve, but pretty much everything else Mm -hmm. God has given me back.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Well, for people out there watching, if you'd like to get in contact with either us or Lindsay and ask a question or anything like that, go to slash ask Um, and we'll forward it to you. And, you know, if someone's watching there that is in the situation that, you know, watching this might be a really big light at the end of the tunnel I guess but um I really appreciate you coming on and um yeah I uh, hope to see you again soon
1: thanks